Uh, so, nothing's more awkward, weird, annoying than overhearing a guy talking to a girl at a, not gonna say a Dunkin' Donuts, but I will say a Dunkin' Donuts, um, you know how, like, you just sit down, just think, like, all right, I'm gonna be on my phone, do some stuff before, just to have a 30 minutes to myself before work. And then you, uh, behind you is this guy that just doesn't stop talking. Like, and he's not loud, obnoxious per se, but he's there with the girl, and she is just kind of laughing at everything, but not really laughing, just kind of like trying to get a voice in, because this dude just won't fucking stop talking. Now, look, I've been in young love, I get it. He was probably like 20, 21. She was probably around the same age. But honestly, like, he's probably in the friend dimension zone um, from the sound of it. It could have been one of two scenarios. This guy, it could have been they met on the app. They met up. And they just have a lot of things they talk about they have in common. Like, like oh, I went and traveled here. Oh, I traveled here. But they never go in depth of what they did when they traveled there. Like, I remember he was when he was talking about going to Croatia, I believe. And she's like, oh my god, I had a friend that went to Croatia. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff there. And he just started talking and talking. And literally, for the whole 25 to 30 minutes I was there, I heard her say five words of meaning. Everything else was just laughing in between. And now I know what girls mean when they say all guys do is just talk about themselves. Um, <laughs> God, it would suck to be a woman out here. But hey, you know what? It sucks to be a guy too sometimes. Like, Because if you're on the other side and a girl's just talking about herself, you're like, wow. You're very uninteresting. Um, <laughs> uh, There's a natural way to talk about yourself, you know? Like, the most natural way is just to start a podcast. Um, But, honestly... And I was just like, it's one thing when you hear about these things, and chances are, you've probably been the guy to talk and talk, and she just being nice about it, and like, uh-huh, ha 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 oh my god, and looking back, I'm like, oh my god, <clears throat> just throw the drink at me already, um, <laughs> uh, but man, like, I was just over here and I just started laughing at myself and I'm like, wow, like this dude just doesn't, hasn't stopped talking. He just, it's like, I, I don't have that much to say to anyone about anything, you know, like, oh, you're just jealous because he has an interesting life. And I'm like, if your life was so interesting, you wouldn't have a whole lot of time to sit somewhere for 40 minutes to talk to someone who's not clearly that interested in you. Um, but hey, you know what, what, you know, there I am being an asswipe, but you know what, I'm not shading the guy, just observation that, man, like, being on the other end, or I don't know what's worse, being on the other end of that, or being a complete outsider that's just standing there, or sitting there around, and hearing it, I think that part's more annoying than being the other person. Because at least the other person is like actively listening. I just have to hear these key points that you're making. About, and then she messaged me on Instagram. 
and then like uh, and then they just talk about nonsense the whole time you know <clears throat> and i'm not a grader on substance and conversation but all i know if i was sitting there across or in that table like i would have grabbed a plastic fork because they don't have metal forks there and i would just be pretending to stab myself the whole time or i'll just walk home like <laughs> if i didn't have a ride home be like you know what I'm going to take the L today, sweat in my pants, and uh, get a rash. You know what? Probably get crazy sunburn because I'm a sensitive skin type of guy. Um, <laughs> but I can't, I can't stand this. I can't stand guys that, you know, maybe it's like, you know, maybe because now I'm in a good place in life. Like, I could just see things that are annoying and just complain about it. It's almost like management. Um, <laughs> I promise I won't get fired one day. Yeah, As Drake would say, you get an E for effort, but then it gets questioned when you put more effort than anyone else. But all right, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, keep the talking to a minimal. And let her be interested in you. Don't tell, you don't give all the things that are interesting about you at first. Because after that, it's like, all right, there's nothing more to know. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to just move on. All right, welcome to episode 246 of the Off and Be Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification button, most important ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to suck some titties. It's a daily must. Um, well, hopefully it's not musty, but um, <laughs> crusty, musty, dusty, rusty. Um, <laughs> oh, Drake. But yeah, another afternoon-ish podcast. Recording this on New Year's Day. Or no, not New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is the actual real holiday. We're going to be honest. New Year's Eve is where all the good shit happened. New Year's Day is kind of just like the hangover of New Year's Eve. It's just really like the day after. But that's the actual holiday we treat as a holiday. Because you can't have an Eve be more of a holiday than day. You know? Even though Eve is actually the real holiday that people actually celebrate. And New Year's Day is just kind of like, all right, well, I guess everyone's just kind of off today. And I guess all the shit closes early for no fucking reason. All right. But it's kind of funny how the day where everyone's off, most people are off, where they would have the most opportunity to go out and spend money. That's when we close everything early. But then again, <clears throat> if everyone's off, businesses probably won't be open. So I guess I just fucked myself there. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Cornus on December 31st at 12.38 p.m. Eastern. Eastern for the archives. Just in case someone wants the reference of when I said this for legal HR purposes. And be like, oh, you said this on this day. But that day you were like this in at work. And you're just like, um, wrong day, buddy. Listen to the whole podcast. While you're at it, subscribe, bitch. Um... <laughs> Uh, Jesus, I kind of hope they wouldn't, but they're on my ass, and I know they're listening, so I gotta watch what I say. Not really, but, you know, just as a courtesy. But yeah, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, 
the observation I made a couple days ago about the guys, I thought it was going to be all-time epic rant. I kind of phased it out, and I was as passionate about it when I just did it compared to in the moment. I'm like, wow, one of those early often be all-time rants are coming back. I realize I don't do like those epic, nonsensical rants anymore, you know, about things like that. They don't bother me as much anymore, but I know I should be. I just laugh at them more like, this guy really thinks he's getting something. (laughs) It's always funny, you know, the older you get, you know, the more you observe things and how younger people interact with each other. Not real young, you know, I'm talking about like 20 still. Let's relax here. This is not the R. Kelly Aaliyah ballroom dance special. Um, (laughs) uh, I guess when your body's calling, he... uh, was talking about her at prom. Um, <laughs> that's a weird joke to make. He doesn't insinuate I'm talking about her body. I barely even know what Leah looks like, to be honest. Like, I listen to Aaliyah music. I've seen a couple pictures of her from her album covers. But I don't know, like, any personal pics. Like, I got a thousand pics of Selena Gomez with no makeup, you know, at the zoo. Or with some new boo who makes 20k a year. I don't know, you know. Um... <laughs> yeah um you know i do have a observation about things i do have a thought about something you know and it might get me in some hot 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 boiling water but you know that's how ramen is made the correct way um (laughs) this is going to be a quick high sodium take i believe that management is a term that has turned into this thing where we have made it to be where as an excuse to be lazy and we disguise it behind coordinating something of whatever the job may be and we have disguised it to be as an excuse to we have this culture that the more you move up in this world the less work you should have to do which I believe with more money should come with more initial responsibility and more ownership of just attacking whatever needs to be done that day, whatever you're in charge of. But I believe we have this culture where they try to train you the way that they deem of how they want management to be so it makes their job where they have to do less and less. And it's just this... Where we're going to put all the work on the lowest paid people in a place. And the higher we move up, the less we actually contribute to it. But we convince everyone by this blindness or this manipulation or this way of kind of passing teaching, I guess, in a way. That we just, we actually convince That because of power that we hold that, oh, we don't need to be doing as much as you. We don't need to be doing X, Y, Z. It's like, oh, no, that's we put all the work on everyone. Like, no, that's not really how it's supposed to be. That's not how it's really designed. It's supposed to be, for me, management is about filling the gaps. Whatever you're lacking in whatever place, area, your operations of any kind. 
Um, your job is to fill in the gaps, you know, make shit work, whether you don't have enough people or things are not going great, you know, you got to adjust to what's going on. It's about adapting in real time, not this preset, oh, you just do this and this. It's like, no, that's just an excuse for your ass to be fucking lazy. And the worst part is you'll get people in higher positions trying to convince you of X, Y, and Z because of their experience. And I understand experience is very important. I would never knock down experience. What I will say is I honestly think that most of them were just kind of lazy when they were at the lowest positions of whatever the job may be. And I think they want to pass on this culture of doing less and less so they so creates this okay culture of just not putting in the max amount of effort. So the so what these management operations of sort will do is they will try to put it on you that you're doing too much, right? That you're doing too much. Which is a weird sentence to say to begin with that you're doing too much work at work. Which is it's a pretty crazy thing to say out loud, you know. I want to be very clear when I say this. If you have to say that you're doing too much work, then the sentence that came out of your mouth, you should be questioning, what do you really do if you're watching what I'm doing, doing too much work? Maybe you, maybe the right thing to say, you're not focusing on the right things, right? Okay. Well, if that's the case, how come when we're focusing on the quote-unquote wrong things, if someone doesn't attend to those issues, there's going to be a problem complained about why is this not being attended to, right? And typically, if you're in a person of position of a management, you should know that you're going to, I'm going to assume, right? Let's say I came into a company and they had a building run and I come in and I'm above everyone because of my experience, my job is in charge. I want to assume everyone in a management position that's in charge of people whose job is to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to assume they will perform if they had to. They were at least at a uh, position. They were at least at a skill level to perform the task that they're in charge of now. Delegating and all that stuff. That they could perform that at a higher level than 99% of pack channelers. Like that would... Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Um, <laughs> at 99% of people in a lower position than that they were once in, right? And I would think that that would be one of those things that you should be able to do the job better than anyone below you, right? And the weird part is what you notice for a lot of people in these higher positions are like, I don't think you could do job better than 50%. Of these people that you complain don't do their job well enough. Now maybe there is positions of skills. There are better. There are people that are better at seeing stuff and being able to delegate X, Y, and Z. Put people all this stuff right. Put people in positions to succeed. That's great. Um, but sometimes 
when you have a situation, instead of freaking out and losing your shit and complaining as they may want you to do, sometimes you just got to see the situation and mask the situation until you're able to get the sufficient time to do X, Y, and Z. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do until you can do what you got to do, you know? Um, and But, you know, that's the thing. Like, when you have no quote-unquote experience, you sound ignorant when you're talking about things. And they're going to use the fact that since you don't know anything, you need just... It's like, I have common sense. I've also been around this shit long enough that I know when I'm being bullshitted just to be bullshitted. And uh, is this kind of blind way of like trying to convince you that you're the one not doing everything? When you look around and like, you know, I see the same thing that you that everyone else does. I see everyone else and how not everyone gets treated the same and what they get criticized for. It's fine. I get it. The newer you are, the less experience you have position, they feel like they can just you know, bend you over and tell you have a good day. Um, (laughs) But when they start, when people start questioning things about you that you know is actually your strongest quality and they start using terms to kind of get to you and try to strip you down, that's when you completely just lose respect to the people that are trying to tell you how to do X, Y, and Z, your job better. When the things that you are critiquing, I know is literally the thing that you're criticizing me for. How how is someone when my biggest strength is my work ethic and quote unquote doing too much, but then you question my effort and commitment? Something about that um, smells like a whole lot of what the fuck are you talking about? Um, <laughs> this sounds like it's personal, but I, here's the thing: I discuss with enough people outside of any work and these are the things a lot of quote-unquote inexperienced people run with and the things that you've got to just kind of look past and just keep moving and just keep doing everything you can do um the answer isn't to shut down to this stuff because it's not criticism what they're doing they're complaining trying to lie to you about what you are and what you're not there's valid criticisms about things you could always do better, which is fine. But when you start questioning someone's commitment and effort, when you display the most effort and commitment throughout a work operation, and they want to complain to you about things, you're just like, okay. Um, when you know in the back of your head, right? That this person above you, these people above you in most cases, that whatever situation they're complaining about, they would completely be in shambles, be losing their shit, be stressed out of their mind, would just kind of, but because you don't react, like that's the thing, right? There's a reactionary tell that people need to see for them to deem that you quote unquote care, and I'm going to use that as a constant theme here, that you care. They deem that if you're not freaking out when shit's going crazy around you, if you're not like getting stressed, you know, going this, losing your shit, right? Oh, you're not quote unquote urgency. Urgency is a very 
loose term, right? There's urgency because there's things that people think once you start moving around, yelling more, that's more urgent. But reality, they're just urgently pretending they, they're doing more. Reality, they're just moving shit but not producing. They're not paying attention to everything. So people deem when someone like, I don't know, me, when things are kind of going around and you're observing, you're going to what needs to be attended to X, Y, and Z, while everyone below you, and I say below you just by in terms of status and position, is doing everything in their power. You have them where most of the work is. And as I said before, management is about filling in the gaps. And it's very important for your a team, let's just say, your employees that look at you for direction to see that I am here to help you. I am here to make sure that I'm not overworking you guys. I am here to make sure that I am the hardest worker here, even if I don't have to be, even if they don't want me to be. I am the hardest worker here. And at the very least, you know that shit hits the fan. I'm going to do everything in my power, and I'm not just going to let you guys get fucked. Right? But I think the reason why places don't want you to be down there, quote unquote, in the mud with them when shit's in the fan is because they're afraid that you might be too liked. I think they're afraid that people who look at you for direction, you'll gain too good of a respect and relate, and they want a divisiveness of kind of contentiousness in my belief like I know like a lot they preach this whole like oh we're all team and all this stuff I do think they deep down the way they want to orchestrate things there is this divisiveness they want to create so no one gets too connected and I get you don't want favoritism you don't want everyone liking one person over a bunch of other ones and then people like, I don't want to work for this person, all that. So they want you to kind of make people uncomfortable. Jesus, my nose is wheezing like Toy Story. <laughs> but my whistle. Um, <laughs> but, um. And that's the thing, right? Is that. It's funny how the thing that you're you're worried about when you're just at the lowest position in a place is that you're worried about being taken advantage of, you know, being overworked and underpaid. And now that when you move up, you start to feel that even more for them. And like, man, I really was overworked and kind of underpaid. Because what they're the reason why now it makes sense for why everyone I've worked for at every job I've ever had, why ninety eight percent of them did less than they could, and I'm talking about in all facets because it creates this you you create this habit of being okay with doing less, and I think that's the bigger issue is we've created this habit of the more. You have to be quote unquote in charge of the less you should be doing. And that's the point of the money. That is the point of the direction. That is 
you don't do less when you have more to take on. You have more to be responsible for. You do more. Like, this thing is not overcomplicated. But you get some lazy-ass people who get in positions, and this is the shit they try to teach you. And I'm not saying everyone's lazy. I'm sure everyone had to work hard at some point. But now, they may be. That's just my honest view on that stuff. And now, because it's exposed like everything I've ever experienced in any workplace I've worked in. Now, I get it. Did you hear the stories about, you know, you ever worked somewhere? And you hear the story about, man, this person used to be like the best fill-in-the-blank here. This person, like, the best I've ever seen in 15 years. I've All that shit. And then you look at them now, and they just stand there with their hands in their jacket pocket, just looking around. And then, and I get it, because at a certain point, you're just tired of getting, you know, complained at. You're just tired of getting X, Y, and Z'd. You're just like, you're not really contributing to a whole lot. You're just kind of there. In most cases, right? So, I don't know, you know. I guess my view is that management, the term, has been kind of turned into this thing of, it's been this culture of doing less, less, and less. Like, it's normal for management to just kind of disappear, sit down on a phone for two hours, and, oh, well, I'm a person of importance, so I can do that shit, right? Um, and I'm not saying all do because there's some that work and they work. They're always moving around, being active in their job. Understand there's not always something to do, quote unquote, but there's a way to look active. So when you have people like that questioning you caring and your effort, that's the type of shit where you're like, fuck off just to be simple about it. Um, because you know what that, that you know that's the thing these these places in my these work environment places they create this safe space and I know having a safe space is great and it is in a lot of ways you shouldn't come to work fearing for your safety a girl shouldn't have to come to work fearing if she's going to be you know groped by a guy a guy shouldn't have to come to work fearing you know if someone's going to stab him you know um there should be a safe place to secretly report things hot all that stuff it also creates a safe place for people to have a higher uh, feeling of themselves than reality would. They have a higher uh, kind of oomph to things that they think. It kind of creates an inflated ego, but unwarranted, if that makes sense. And it creates a culture of just... It's a safe space to kind of get comfortable. And I think comfort is the biggest is the biggest uh one, it's a big distraction to anything you want to do. But on a simpler level, comfort is basically the biggest downfall to growth. And these positions, they you notice like people don't get more and more into their job as time goes everyone has that burst of energy when they first get a promotion they have the burst of energy when they get more money all this stuff you feel extra motivated 
And then when they realize, oh, I don't even have to do that much, what happens? Oh, we disappear. We do this, do that. I go heat up my food. Hence me. Um, <laughs> and you get to a point where it's like, you want me to do less? I'll show you what less looks like. Because I think you think... Because just because I don't gloat about and I don't bitch and complain like all these other motherfuckers that work here. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. It's like, then get off your fucking ass and do what you get overpaid to do anyways. All right. So, you know, that's, you know. But you get bitch and complain because, oh, you're working too much. You're not able. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know what? I'm sorry that I actually work so much that I can't tend to all these little things that are not really as important as making sure what I'm in charge of is actually functioning. So you would rather neglect what I got functioning to make sure everyone else is good because, you know, fuck me. Because that's what they'll try to treat as a new manager. Your job is to attend to everyone else. It's like, no, you know what? It's actually not. I got, I got my shit I need to take care of, and it's not all about you. It's not about what you can nitpick and bitch about that day. And I think that's why people lose respect for people. And they just, you don't do anything wrong. You just nod your head. Keep it moving one ear out of the other. It's nothing personal. But you know what? Um, Yeah. And this is a general culture take, you know. Less has become okay to do less. It seems the more responsibility we quote unquote take on. We are just supposed to quote unquote do less. And look, there's an old adage of. If you, when you become so good at your job, you don't even have to tell people what to do. And there's something to that. But there's a reality that it's not really how it is when you have a high, high turnover rate, too. But I don't know. Um, it's all pipes. But yeah, nothing but good times over here. I'm just a believer that don't let, quote, unquote, job culture, don't let these jobs dictate your personal beliefs and what you see. That's it. They want to try to blind, like, we, we have natural feeling. We have natural instincts. You know, we have, quote, unquote, intuitiveness, where, for better or worse, you cannot deter Someone strengthen what they feel inside. You know, we all feel what we feel for a reason. We have a long history. We have things in life that have changed the way we operate as individuals, whether it's traumatic or just situations. So when you have intuitive feelings that you're being kind of fucked over, taken advantage of, trying to be made an example of, you just kind of don't don't ignore that feeling and don't let these jobs try to push you around. Don't let these people that just because they have more experience at a specific thing meaning that they deter your common sense common sense is there for a reason common goes across all boards when they start telling you to do less they're trying to condition you to be lazy to be like them it's a reflection on you make them feel fucking uncomfortable. And they want you to feel like them. Because you might come for their fucking job one day if you're good enough. Who knows, you know. Um, <laughs> or they might fire you so you don't. Um. <laughs> but 
but it's just a way to bog you down. It really is. Um, one thing I will never let anything or anyone question is the effort or work I put in to something I've dedicated a lot of time recently to. Um, so, but you know what? That is what it is. That's life. You just got to keep it moving. You know, you can't worry about, oh, you don't react the way we want to. It's like, oh, I don't lose my shit and unnecessarily because some shit doesn't go right because you guys have an issue with certain things that put it on us to do extra shit. Like, I'm going to worry about what I can worry about. And that's all I need to worry about. And other than that, everything else is just pipes. It's all just... It's all just words. That's all that, like, all complaining is is words. It don't mean nothing. It really doesn't. These things just, they just fly in the wind like ticks in the night. And you stay in their head till they cut their hair because that shit looks ratchet. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um... Walk the clank. Um, <laughs> I'm walking the plank right now. One step at a time. But, um, I do think everything is designed to kind of condition you to be lazy. That is the truth, honestly. In every facet of life. Because the more lazy you are, the more you'll never catch up. To being superior or better or want better for yourself. Once you're lazy about one thing, you're lazy about another, you're lazy about another. Like, you know, we all have things that we don't put as much effort or we're kind of about in certain areas. But laziness is one of those things that it really does fester. If you stop taking care of this, it's going to affect this. Like, if you stop eating right, you're not going to go exercise you're not going to go, you're not going to get your sleep, you're not going to do this, you're not going to do these other things you enjoy, it all festers into this cycle, and it's just, it's really like a family cycle, right, it's like an inbred family, like, you notice how once one guy fucks his sister, everyone starts fucking their sister, right, in the same family tree, like, there's something, it gets in the DNA, it gets in the genes, and just is like, God damn, my sister's got big tits. I just can't stop it. Um, they just, it runs in the cycle. It, it's conditioned, it's taught down, it becomes normal. Their noses become weird. They can't speak. They start barking. And <laughs> that's true. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Apparently, there's actually this inbred family. They're called the Blue Family. They literally turn blue. More like a dark blue. Like, you know, like... Like, they call them, like, the Smurf family. And, um, it's actually, there was this funny meme I saw where they'll be, like, grandmas be saying, oh, all kids do is have sex. And then they show a picture of them with their 12 kids. Um, <laughs> it really, it really do be like, it's like, oh, but we did it the right way. Be like, oh, he did it the right way. All right. It's like, Jesus, you never even thought about pulling out once or twice a week? Jesus, man. Like, you could have, like, at least minimize it to seven. Uh, but, yeah. Um, is this condition passed down 
system. One person, when someone gets a new, but they teach them, this is how it's, this is what we knew. This, and it just keeps going and going. They, it's, a, it's a culture of laziness. And you've got to overpower just know better. And you know what? If it's not for you, if they like, you know what? You don't do the job that we want to. You got to live with that. Be like, you know what? I stuck by my beliefs. And I'm not going to sit here and just believe in shit and do shit that I don't firmly believe in. Like, it's really that simple. Like, because at the end of the day, that's all you have for yourself, right? That's the only type of ownership you have at wherever you work, whatever you do in life is going by your beliefs and not straight. Look, sometimes you got to veer your beliefs like, hey, I really think this is fucked up, but. You know, I got bills to pay. Um, <laughs> but then there comes a point, like, if you see something happen. Like, let's say, now nah, this is nowhere I've worked recently. But, like, if you work in a workplace and you see, you know, you see a girl getting violated just, like, repeatedly. And she felt, and she doesn't want to speak up for yourself for herself or whatever and there's someone making feel uncomfortable someone that takes advantage of her type of thing like if you're afraid to report that because whoever is in that position may cost you your job or then you know what then you you don't deserve to have a job like honestly like and that's one of those things where it's like you know what if you don't have values there and you're afraid to lose your job because of doing the right thing, then you know what? Then that shows that you care more about, you know, personal well-being than someone else's well-being, you know? And I understand it's a complicated situation. Not everything's black and white. But if you know something's not right and you don't report or bring, like, that's that's a reflection on you. Type of thing, you know, and I understand people's mindset is not my business and I don't want to get caught up in that. But you know what? If you if you're a believer that right is right, wrong is wrong, then you know what? Then believe in it and stand by it. And I think that's the that's a that's the whole message of today is fucking stand by what you fucking believe in. Don't let people try to deter your beliefs and how you want to do things and how you know that it's beneficial based off your experience too. Like everyone has their experience of what they think is you have your, you know what you're going to have to do every day. Like what, what makes you wake up and ready to go to work? It like, cause you know what, if you just want a robot to do everything the way you want to do it, then you want know just hire, then just get someone that will do everything exactly the way you want to do it instead of hey i do everything i need to do and then i have my way because what's the point of having different people do the same job all over the place if they're all going to do the same thing there's a beauty in having different people in different areas in the same position because you know what it gives a nice change to people when they go to different areas you know it's like, oh, this person's on my, oh, this person I know is going to be very laid back. We're going to get our work done X, Y, and Z, but it's going to be, you know, I'm not going to have to worry about doing crazy amount of extra shit. You know, different people have different philosophies and they all work, but 
if you preach that, then why do you just want everyone to do the same shit? Or is there favoritism involved? I don't know. There's all, you know, it's inevitable. If you don't think there's any bias or favoritism, like, that's just, like, you're just naive. And that's okay. Like, that doesn't bother me. But, like, just let people fucking work. Like, I know what the fuck is important. I know what I'm doing in a sense. Like, there's always things you're learning. But, Never think you know everything, but also never think you don't know anything. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, no matter how many years you're into the job, I don't care if it's your first day or your 20th year, right? You never, you can, you can always get better at something. You can know everything, but based off your people you have or whatever, you can always adjust and get better at something, right? But whether it's your first day, never just assume you don't know fucking anything. You got hired in that position for a reason. You know something. You know in a sense what's supposed to happen. Don't just assume that you're this clueless bird that just pecks at your dick for breakfast. Like you know what you know, like you know something. And never just never let anyone or anything just tell you you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Cause in most cases that's a reflection that They, in that situation, may not necessarily be able to handle certain situations that you can handle better than them. That's an unpopular opinion. Someone's personality, how they carry a situation. If someone doesn't overreact and their facial expressions, their body posture is always the same regardless if shit's going great or shit's hitting the fan. You know what? People will revolve and be like, hey... I know we're going through a war right now. Yeah, that's a terrible turn and over-exaggeration. But I know we're going through a lot of shit. But with this person, I feel like it's going to be all right. He's not going to overreact. He's not going to make us do a million things. He's going to take care. Let us focus on the priority. And he's going to take care of everything else. And make sure everything's in a good enough place. So when we have time to do X, Y, and Z, he will make sure that we will get that done. If not, he will take care of anything extra we're not able to get to, which shows that he gives a shit. But you know what? Fuck me, right? Um Yeah, you know. There's just a lot of things that it's a lot of unwarranted bitching. Um <laughs> as I put in the one tile, bitching and complaining gets me aroused. But really, it just gets me riled up and ready to fuck a bitch up. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Today. But you know what? I'll just call this the management pod. Um, <laughs> it's either, you know what? You know what I hope this video does? I hope they show this in orientations at every job across the world. And be like... Be like this guy or don't be like this guy. Either way, I just want an impact in life, you know. I just want to impact. I want to feel an effect. That's all we want. We all just want to feel like we impact people. We come across. We want to be a teaching tool. We want people to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I respect that person because, you know what? He did this. He made me feel like this, X, Y, and Z. I want this to be user orientations across of how... To get fired from your job. Um, <laughs> um, or 
of how to speak for what is right. Which they will never do that in job orientation. Too much to lose. Um, <laughs> they'll be like, there's too much truth in it, you know? And then people just walk out of orientation and be like, you know what? I don't fuck this shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to end it there. I got to go eat brunch. Um, that's a weird way to end it. Like, guys, I got to go eat brunch. All right. So the rest of whatever I got to say can fuck off for another day. But you know what? I'll say this. The moral of today's pod is... Stand by what you believe. Trust in what you're doing. Don't let others deter you. Be confident in who you are. Don't let others try to change your behavior or get something out of you that's not in you. Because you're in a good space and don't, you know, freak out when shit hits the fan, you know. So, moral of today is, you know what? Be you. Tell them fuck you. No, don't do that part. You should never tell anyone that. Unless they actually do something to make you say fuck you. But you know. It's not that serious. But you know what? Don't overreact. Trust in what you're doing. Trust that you know what you're doing. Even if you may be told otherwise. Because people telling you don't know what you're doing means nothing. And it doesn't necessarily. You just make them feel uncomfortable. Because you know what? Sometimes. To be honest. On the flip side. You telling people. To do their job. Could get annoying. Because a lot of people don't hold them accountable. To do their job. Or they only do one aspect. When really they're responsible for all. And you're like hey I need you to do this. And they're like oh but this person doesn't make me do this. And you're like well. That person is not here today. So you're going to do this. Um, Like hold. You know don't be afraid of like. Look I've done this job too. I know the parts that suck. I know the parts that annoying. But there are times we got to do shit we don't want to do. But I'm going to take care of you anyways. And they know that. So you know what? That's the main thing. Just know what you Just trust in what you're doing. Ignore the rest. And tell them to kick rocks. And subscribe. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fool. I know if I get a thumbs down this video. They're all just teaming up to take me down. Um, <laughs> it's me against the world. Right? Alright, that's it for today. For now. Oh yeah, I forgot to say. Today's drink was Ghost Sour Watermelon Warhead. It's got a little zing to the zing. Yang yang. I ain't got no twin though. Even though we look like twins. People say me and my mom look like twins. But you know, that's expected. (laughs) Because we share the same DNA and stuff. I don't know. All right, that was episode 246 of the Offbeat Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. I feel like I'm reading through the side effects of a pill I just tried to advertise you for a minute and 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> take albuterol. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, have a great day and night. And trust what you do and love what you do. Even if they don't love what you do. Meep, meep.